Welcome back to the Alivecast. It's episode 22. And I would say we're about halfway through John's gospel. And so why don't you grab your Bible, open up to John 10, and let's read the word of the Lord. John 10, verses 22 to 42. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said, I am God's son? Do not believe in me unless I do the works of my Father, but if I do them... Even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, Though John never performed a sign, All that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. As we've been working through John's gospel, we have learned much of who Jesus is. He's the light of the world. He's the lamb of God, the bread of life, the good shepherd, the son of the father, the long awaited Messiah, God himself. In human flesh. And again and again, we've been encouraged that the right way to respond to Jesus is to believe in him. But what does that belief mean? 
Or you could ask, we know who the Christ is, but what actually is a Christian? Well, verses 27 and 28 of John 10 give us six things that are true of those who believe in Jesus. So firstly, verse 7 speaks of three experiences in the Christian life. Jesus said, My sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow me. It seems so basic, but Jesus here says that the Christian life is living in relationship with him. Christians are Jesus listeners who seek out and soak in the word of God. Christians are those who are known by Jesus as they continue that conversation in prayer. And Christians are those who walk through life with Jesus, following him in friendship and in obedience. One writer says that to be a Christian is to be connected with Jesus in a listening to each other conversation as we walk in companionship together. And these things are not so much our duties that we have to do as they are a great privilege that we get to do. And to these three privileges, Jesus then joins three promises in verse 28. I give them eternal life, he says. And they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Christians are those who receive from Jesus deep and lasting life, not only in the future, but for every day and every moment. Christians are those who are safe with Jesus. And we obviously really need to remember that because Jesus repeats himself to make doubly sure we hear it. We are safe even in death, for with Jesus we will never perish. And we're safe from the devil because Jesus is holding on to us tightly and he will never let us go. To be a Christian is not a complicated thing. It's to be one of Jesus' special sheep. It's to know him, listening, speaking and following him. And even more than that, it's to be known by him, receiving full life from his hands and finding eternal safety in his arms. That's what Jesus offers to the crowds. And it's what he offers to you. This is not the first time that we're told Jesus escaped the grasp of those who were trying to seize him. As we draw closer to the death of Jesus, what do these little remarks teach us about who Jesus is and what he came to do? Why don't you give that a ponder and then we will pray. Jesus, Lord and friend, may I hear your voice and follow your steps. May I receive your life and trust in your love. I cling to you, and your right hand upholds me. Amen.